Move by Mamma Mia is the exercise app for anybody, anywhere. And in case you missed it, we dropped a brand new stretching collection that can be used to improve mobility and bookend your favourite sweat sessions. Mamma Mia subscribers get unlimited access to Move and we drop new workouts every single week. If you're on the hunt for movement that makes you feel good, head to move.mamamia.com.au and use the code MOVE10 to get $10 off a yearly subscription. Hello, hello, and welcome to this glorious mess, big kids. I'm bringing back the hello, hello. This is Mamma Mia's podcast for parents that feel like the novelty of isolation has definitely worn off. Well, it's kind of over, I think, oh, you know? God. Yeah. Isolation's kind of broken. It's off. Mm. Anyway, I'm Holly Wainwright. I am. I work here at Mamma Mia. I have two primary school age kids who are now back where they belong, <laughs> being taught by people who are qualified and capable to teach them, i.e. not me. You? And you, sir. Who are you, sir? I'm Andrew Daddo and I am have three kids and uh, I just I just worry whole. Now, I'm an optimist. I, I actually think I am an optimist. and um, But when you go, it's over, we've beaten it, I go, oh. I'm, not, it's not, I'm not saying that exactly. Yeah, no, I know. But I think, you know, we're very, as, every time I have to talk about it, I have to touch wood, we're very lucky here. We're very lucky. We're very lucky here. It's and, and we, now we've lost the communist state of Victoria. It's welcome back to this <laughs> oh. country. We've now we've now lost all our Victorian listeners are like oh. no no they, no they're hip to it. Especially the golfers. What about Queensland now? Do we have to? Is, the, is it now the communist state of Queensland? I did. I did really want to take the kids up north for the winter holidays. Yeah. It won't be happening anyway. We'll talk about that later. Don't forget. If your kids are littler than our kids, so primary school age to infinity, because Andrew's kids are, are pretty much young adults oh, now. Sad. Um, you can listen to Tegan Natoli and my mate Lee Campbell talking glorious things about babies. Oh, I was listening to their show yesterday, and it actually makes me quite mm. um, clucky. Well, no, my God, those <laughs> days, those days are gone. But like, really nostalgic, and like, oh, mm. I remember what that's like. They've got between them, they've got four under three, so they've got their hands full. Anyway. TGM Little Kids every Monday. But on today's episode, we're going to be talking about teens going a bit wild in the post-COVID world. How do you counterbalance the teenage urge to rebel with the very real need not to lick things too much at this point? And of course, we'll be doing our nails and fails. But first, Andrew, how's your week going? What's going on? Week's good. Um, you say your kids, are, you know, that's the right, they're in their rightful place. They're in and, their rightful and it's, place. And... and so we've only got one at school, but it's raised because it's all the information remains fairly, you know, all over the place. So they can all go back to school, and but they can ride the buses, but they should get a lift to school if they can get a lift to school. So I've got a beautiful wife, and she goes, well, if she can be driven to school, then she just has to be driven to school, and it's creating enormous levels of tension. <laughs> Why? Because Jackie just goes to school. Because she works at school, yeah, she's gone off to work. So sometimes, if it's raining, she rides a bike. But you but don't have a proper job, so right. Well, I, this is the thing. <laughs> but what I can see, look, <laughs> somewhat so, they've got an eighteen-year-old who's having a gap year, so she's around she as well. She could drive. She could her dri- sister to school. Yeah, and but like I look at say Wednesday, which just happens to hashtag be hashtag golf day. <laughs> oh, it's pretty hard to get a time, and if I get a time early, then Jack goes, "We'll just play later." I'm like, "Well, bro," and it's. <laughs> 
<laughs> doesn't quite work that way. So it's like it's I, I'm, I literally know how selfish it sounds, but if they say they can go to school, then theoretically they can catch the bus, oh, no, but they're not saying they can catch the bus. This is the endless so bloody, debate. Yeah. This is the endless debate about re-entry for kids and adults. It's like, yes, re-entry, but don't mm, touch but, anything. But don't touch anything. And don't, <laughs> and, and and then don't you, stand near anyone. Yeah. And you're like, well, standing near people and touching things is what public transport is. Yeah, and then like we're driving, <laughs> I'm driving Jazzy to school and then you drive past the bus stop and there's like, you know, seven boys in there and because it's raining, all sitting on the bench, all touching, going... So anyway, like I'm really glad it. No, you're not, because it's messing with your golf. <laughs> no, no. You're like safety, safety. Yeah. What no, about my golf? I only said that to so I could sound like a turd, so you could go, "You're a turd." I'm a turd. <laughs> hey, you know we talk all the time about dad jokes. You're a king of dad jokes. My partner Brent is the king of dad jokes. He is so embarrassing. Oh my, I can't. <laughs> anytime you ask him, anytime you ask, give him the time and it's 2.30, he will just immediately make a joke about the dentist. Like every single time. And you're just like, mate. And anytime the kids go, I'm hungry, he goes, hi, hungry. So like, oh, oh my God. Like, wow, well, that's next level. Oh. It's like how far away is dinner? And you go, probably about two feet. Exactly. That, dad jokes all the time. Yeah. I hadn't really thought about this until this, I read this piece this week that was about one of my heroes, Jacinda Ardern, and it was, um, I think it was in the New York Times or something, and it said she had got through coronavirus in New Zealand with steely resolve and mum jokes. And I was like, why do you never hear about mum jokes? And basically she was making a little gag in her Facebook Live because she's a master of communication, yeah. Jacinda. She's always just popping up on social going, it's fine, Kiwis, everything's good. Yeah. She's got a 96% approval rating, like next level. Anyway. It is amazing. Anyway, she's there and she just makes jokes about like, oh, don't stand too close to the nappy bin, you know. Or like she just makes these kind of mum gags. And it made me think, why do we never hear about mum gags? Well, uh, mum jokes. Can we, okay, can we play we'll, – we'll play you the, we'll play you the thing because I saw it as well. It was on FaceAke, right? FaceAke. So <laughs> – that's not a dad joke. That's just a thing. Uh, that's what my mum would say. Yeah, <laughs> oh, oh you're back on face ache, aren't yeah, you? It is. Um, so have a listen to this. This is in Premier House. This is, I don't know what to call this room. Maybe I'll call it a conservatory, but it is one of my favourite spaces here, mostly because this furniture, I, um, I, really, I really love this. Uh, this is a much better corner of it because where I was sitting just now was right next to the nappy bucket, which I'm going to admit was not the freshest place to be sitting for this Facebook Live. Fantastic. Yep. But it's, <laughs> it's, not, it's not necessarily funny. No, but she's it's doing not, those it's not, of, a, it's not a mum joke. It's not a joke. But it's, they're like little references for okay. mums, you know? So maybe the reason we don't hear about mum jokes is because they're not funny. Oh! No, no, no. No, no. Because that's not a mum joke. That's like a statement of fact where mums go, I'm with your sister. You know, yeah. I know that pain. So maybe that's – it's not necessarily – I, I'm, I don't want to be hated for this. It's not a mum joke. It's a mum statement of fact for or, I, know, but of, I think the point they're making is it's a bit hokey, a bit like, <laughs> you know, you don't normally get world leaders talking about nappy buckets. Yeah. And, you know what I mean? Like it's a bit hokey, a bit um, informal, very like a bit naff. You know what I mean? And that's I think that's why people like her. Yeah. You know? I, that whole video is – she's amazing. Yeah. It's like – you're, it's almost like you're intruding, <laughs> and she's even at the very beginning. She said, "Just look, quick update. I'm in the thing. Oh, and this is the conservatory, and you know." And you think, "Wow, this is—it's not normal. It's like a new way to communicate, mm. which is normal 
It's a normal communication style. It is. It's great. I'm going to start bringing the mum jokes. You just need to give I'd me love a few you to days bring... to work a few hours. No, no, you already do mum jokes. <laughs> mum jokes. You, do you know what I'm saying? No, it's not. That's not like it's like a dad joke is kind of funny. None of them they're are not, funny. I live with them. They're not funny. <laughs> they're not funny to you. And Holly, I'm like as moronic as I am. I'm not a total idiot. So I know nearly everyone who listens to this is a mum. And that mums are funny. And that mums are funny. Like my wife is, we, we go to, we defer to her for the comedy and writing card because she's very punny. She's very punny, oh, right? That's another Brent. So all, yeah. So all I'm saying is that not what I when they said, oh, it's a mum joke. I didn't think it was a mum joke. I thought it was a mum statement of fact. I'm still in trouble, aren't I? <laughs> You're not funny, Dad. Your jokes are never funny. Mamma Mia subscribers, you've been asking and we've been listening. Now you can get all of your exclusive subscriber audio on Apple Podcasts. That includes everything from bonus episodes of your favourite pods to exclusive segments to all of our audio series. To link your Mamma Mia subscription to Apple Podcasts, open the Mamma Mia Out Loud page in your Apple Podcasts app and follow the prompts or head to help.mamamia.com.au. Um, every week we talk about a parenting mess of the week. It could be something we've seen online and we want to talk about. It could be a listener dilemma from you guys or a personal thing that happened to one of us. One of the things that I was looking at this week was about young adults in the USA having COVID parties. Now, who knows exactly how prevalent this is, but you know how things like to capture the imagination. The idea being that in the States now... And let's remember that the states are in a much worse situation mm. than so we are. So they're nearly 100,000. 100,000 deaths from coronavirus in the US. And if you consider that we have, we've had 102 um, at this, when we're recording 102. the show. 102. Not 1,000. No. It's amazing. And they've had 100,000 deaths there. But there's a lot of drama, as I'm sure anyone who's watching the news knows, about like breaking lockdown. Do we have lockdown? Don't we? They're going into summer. It's party time for the young people. And apparently there's a cohort of young people who are deliberately partying, getting together and pouring at each other. Like, t- like what do you understand it to be? Like licking each other or something in order to try and catch COVID so that they become immune? Anyway, stupid people. But... More to the point is just like here, a national pastime of shaming young people has really taken hold. Mm. Um, what do you think? What do you live with young adults in your house, right? Yeah. Are uh, they I... taking COVID seriously? Would they go to a COVID party? Are they all licking each other? <laughs> kids. How many I don't t- just kids. mean they're only licking like their Boyfriend. significant other they're yeah. allowed to How do How many that? times have I told you? Don't go licking each other. Exactly. Uh, I, I, look, I, I, for one, I don't believe... Like that whole article. So this this article was in Rolling nonsense. Stone. Well, it, the, so this is this gets to the whole. This gets to the nub of of um, popular understanding on Corona that no one really knows what's no one really knows exactly what's going on. So they do say they think it's possibly just not real. Like <laughs> no, no, they that the whole idea of COVID parties is actually oh, yeah, yeah, not yeah, real. Right. I thought you meant the coronavirus. No, 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 I was like, no, 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 dead no, no, no. That's just the, the coronavirus is a smokescreen for something else. Clearly, it yeah, is. Talk to my mind dad. control. Yeah, yeah, vaccination. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I did like that. That there's an urban folklorist who was behind the article. So he thinks it's like they used to have parties in the '60s to get 
cholera. <laughs> what did they get? Well, you know what? It's he actually said, like anti-vax parents have measles parties. Like where they deliberately yeah. take their kids to somebody's house. And again, this may be over-exaggerated how often it actually happens, but yeah. it appears to be a thing where you deliberately take your kids to someone's house who's got measles so that they can catch it in a controlled way, have it, and then be immune to it. Yeah. This is a theory. So they used to have chicken pox parties. Yeah. But they didn't really have chicken pox parties. So he's saying that... It's, they, it's an urban myth. Yeah, the idea of it. I think that, you know, the kids still getting together. The kids are still definitely getting together. You know, like you can see in the major sort of hangout areas where we live, they're still teenagers and they still do teenage things in groups because they're just, they're kids. So, of course, they don't. And these are 14, 15, you know, Yeah, standard. and where I live near a beach like you do, when we had that lovely weather a few a couple of weekends ago, all the teenagers were out in their bikinis lying on top of each other and stuff as they do. And, like... <laughs> People are really judgy at the moment. So I'm sure the teenagers are getting a lot of tutting. But I and my kids aren't that age yet. But I cast my mind back to what I was like as mm. a teenager. I probably would have taken a lot of pleasure out of shocking passers-by by like failing to social distance. Like a bit of it up, up yours, yeah. you know, because there's nothing teenagers like better. Not all teenagers. I know that you've got like angel children. Angel children. But there's nothing teenagers like better than breaking the rules and telling old people that they don't know what they're talking about. So I reckon that I probably would have been in a little bit in the camp of like, you're going to tell me I can't like sit on my friend's knee and lick her face? I'm going to do it. I'm totally going to do it. You're going to tell me I can't roll around on the floor in this dirty shop? Like, I Honestly, I was a bit like that. Right. I really was. We went through this phase. I, and remember that I grew up in Manchester, which is a gritty, Manchester. dirty northern city, and I yeah. went through a phase of refusing to wear shoes. Right, like, wow. which is fine in manly. Did you? Did you? We used to walk around me and my teenage friends like it was so cool, like bare feet, until you like stood on a needle, broken glass, <laughs> pigeon shit. Like, so, did you? Were you mullet, mohawk, or coloured hair? I was a bit of a in, in that kind of rebellious teenage age. I was a bit of a goth, but I never dyed my hair. I didn't have the balls to go all the way. So you would. Leather- so I used to wear lots of black. Like I had my ears pierced lots. I wore lots of silly makeup and I was just like, <laughs> me and my friends were all just like. Have you got any photos? Just, I'll find some. I'll find some. But I, like we were, I like where you hang your head to a 45 degree angle when you go that. So I reckon I would have probably been a little bit in this like, stop telling me I can't see my friends, man. And <laughs> I wonder if that's what teenagers are doing here. Yeah. Well, the, the, it's look, it says this near the end. Ultimately, the coronavirus party story went viral for the same reason that all social distancing shaming content does. It gives people cooped up in their homes a reason to pat themselves on the back and congratulate yes. themselves for their own sacrifices. And on it goes. So, you know. That's I mean, a very good point. Yeah. I think that's what it's all about. Yeah. You know, you know, when we're in the middle of lockdown and everyone was taking pictures of people at the beach, I think you might have turned yeah, up yeah. on one of those pictures, Andrew, <laughs> <Yeah>. and <laughs> sharing them and everyone was tuck, tuck, tuck. My question to you as someone who knows about teenagers more than I do modern teenagers, are your teenagers rebellious? Like do they roll their eyes at the rules? (laughs) Because my observation of young people, like I work with lots of people in their early 20s, is they're actually quite rule followers, generally speaking. I think ours are quite rule-ish. They're quite – they're in the rules. They're in – that doesn't mean they're not breaking the – I mean they're – you know, you find out, you know, it's like, they find, find out, out later. later, years later. There's things my parents still don't know. Tell them. No, I don't want to tell them. Even now I don't want to tell them. 
Anyway, tell us what you think. Do you think teenagers are more or less rebellious than they were when you were young? Assuming that you're not still a teenager. You could be. We could have teenagers listen to this show. Tell us what you think about that or anything else we talk about on the show by emailing us at tgm at mamamia.com.au or calling us on the pod phone on 028999386. Nailed it. You failed it. It's nailed and failed time. And how did you do tell? So... I was thinking, did I tell this story before? Because it recurs in my life all the time. And then I thought that even the th- the thing that I have to ask myself that question just speaks to what the problem is here, right? So the kids have been back at school as we're recording. Although Matilda was there a little bit last week. They both went for one day. This morning, I was doing Billy's hair for school. And yes, I found a knit. I'm like, already, how can this be? And then I realised one of the problems I'm having with knits at the moment is because and I had my kids late. We often talk about this, right? Like, so I had my kids late. I had Billy, I was I had Matilda rather, and I was 38. So pretty late. Something they don't tell you about being an older mum is that when your eyes start to go, <laughs> you know how you get long, short distance problems as you get older? Yeah, pushing your pushing your kid's head away so you can see it better. <laughs> it's is really hard to see the nits in the hair. <laughs> it's like this is one of the evolutionary reasons that you should have your children younger is so that you can spot the nits from a distance. <laughs> because seriously, I wear these, I wear contact lenses all the time, right? And mm. I wear bifocal contact lenses because in the last couple of years, I, I'm getting a bit like that with the, you know, reading like lots of people do. Suddenly, it suddenly happens to you in your 40s that one minute you can read and the next minute you can't. Anyway, when I've got them in, I can't see the nits. And when I've got them out, I can see Nothing. the nits. You can. <laughs> And I'm just like, this is why I should have had kids when I was young. So I'm just trying to think of that list of all the things, the reasons I should have had children when I was young. I can bend down to pick them up. I can chase the ball. I can kick a ball <laughs> with them. I can run after them. We can, and I can see them. Exactly. <laughs> so fail. Idea. We've already got nits in our house. Back to the green caps. Like it's, oh my God. Yeah, but let's be clear again that it's nits are not about dirty hair. No, it's not, not about being dirty because they like clean heads more than But they're dirty. just about heads together. And it's like the kids have only just been back at school and already it's happening. Wow. I know. Over to you. Well, at the other end of the spectrum. Nail or fail. It's not either. It's a realisation. So Bibi's having a gap year and so her and her boyfriend bought a van. and Have they gone yet? No. So we've helped them. They're waiting for the borders to open. Uh, Well, they're going to do the great state of New South Wales first Uh because that's where they live and that's where they're allowed to go. Can't go to Queensland, communist state of Queensland. (laughs) The clo- sorry, I should have got the clothes. Sorry to all the, the Queensland clo- listeners oh, who are like, on. we just want to keep ourselves the, safe from you dirty, cl- rotten, exact, New South Wales. The closed state of Queensland. It's not even the people of Queensland. They, My understanding is they want it open. That They're not allowed to have it open because it's a tourist state pretty much. So we helped them do the van because Mitch literally didn't know one end of a saw from the other. So helped them and by the end he was, you know, and it's fantastic. And Jackie's done the blinds and the whole time I didn't actually realise. I mean, I knew that they would go, but I didn't realise that they would Go, you know. Oh yeah. And then Bibs and I were at Coles or someone the other day, and she said something. So yeah, or we'll start stocking up. And I went, for what? And she said, Well, we're going. And oh, I went because you were doing the van, but you hadn't really followed it I'd, through to the end. I didn't. Th- well, you know, and so it was actually quite gut, like in a bloody supermarket. This gut wrenching feeling of holy crap, she's gonna go. Oh. You know, for, and I said, How long are you going for? She went, Oh, I don't know couple of months and I went oh, oh. <laughs> it was terrible and then you know when are they gonna go um they're gonna well I thought they were gonna go for a week and then come back for a little while and then co- 
go away for a couple of days and then I thought that's what they were doing. I didn't like You thought they were easing you into it. Yes, and they're just gonna bloody go. They're gonna go on the weekend. Oh, you're gonna so anyway, farewell. Yeah, I suppose we'll do something, you know. Oh. Um yeah, yeah, we'll do something. I'm so jealous. I wish I was your oh. teenage daughter heading off on my van life with my boyfriend. Yes. Not a care in the world. Yeah. COVID be damned. My dad's fed out the van. Off yeah. we go, Broken so, Hill. Let's get well, it. I said, you're going to Broken Hill? They go, yeah. And good news, when Fields went on his six months away, which was going to be the, you know, gut-wrenching six months, what was terrific was that the other two kids actually get their – they fill that extra slot. Mm. So Bibby will go and then the other two will... We better talk to mum and dad, they're sad. Yeah, so they'll fill in the slot. So it's all fine, but it's just one of those realisations that you just don't expect. I I can't imagine sending your kid off to boarding school, for instance. Like, just... Anyway, so it's not not nail or fail, it's realisation, which is probably a fail because it should (laughs) realise. But you know what, it's also a nail because you could be like, Thank God she's out of the house. You know what I mean? Like, oh, but yeah. you're not like that because you really like all your kids and your kids are good kids, right? <laughs> so I think you can look at it both ways. Oh, mm. <laughs> send Andrew some solace. And it's selfish as well. Like if it was me, I'd be going, woo. I remember riding a motorbike across America and calling my parents and, yeah, I'm, I bought a motorbike and they would have gone. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> it is, but what? it's good. So it's good. Anyway. Share your nailed and fails with us anytime. We'd love to hear them. You can call us on the pod phone on 028-999-3986. That's all we have time for today. We will be back in your ears next Friday. We hope everyone is safe and well and clean and healthy in your house. Hand and and hair washing. (laughs) Yep. And um, this Glorious Mess Big Kids is brought to you by Mamma Mia. And this episode was produced by Priya Tahirzadeh. See ya. Bye. (laughs) 